Poetry, and I'm Joe from Radio, and together we are Mike and Joe Consulting. Mike and Joe Consulting is sponsored by LadyLawPublishing.com. Our podcasts are going to be a combination of myself or Joe or the two of us, and on occasion guest speakers from different industries and different businesses throughout the nation. Together, Joe and I will share more than 70 years combined personal and professional experiences in many diversified fields. We are entrepreneurs, we've consulted entrepreneurs, and we have a wide range of experience in many different social issues. Thank you for joining us. Today's podcast is... Welcome to Lady Law Publishing Speakers Bureau. I'm Mike Bonaventure, just one of the speakers in the Lady Law Publishing Speakers Bureau. Today, we're going to discuss becoming the competition, not just one of the many competitors. The day you open your business, if you do it properly and you do your homework properly, you can start day one. Pricing like all the guys that have been there forever or even being a little bit higher priced than the people who've been there forever. If you have a struggling business and you call me, we Zoom, we discuss your particular issues and problems in your particular competitors in your industry, in your area, we're going to put you at the top of the referral list in just a matter of days or weeks. So, I'm going to tell you a short story that I did personally, and then I'm going to invite you to join in on our live Zoom interviews with me, pick my brain, ask questions, let's talk about your specific business, your specific industry, and your specific competitors. I've been self-employed since 1982. I've been a business consultant for decades especially in the 80s, as a business consultant, writing policies and procedures and handbooks, the big issues were drugs in the workplace. Profit and loss people were having serious problems due to drug-addicted, drug-using, or drug-selling employees. There were a lot of accidents. There was a lot of downtime physically. There was a lot of theft. There were a lot of issues between employees getting along. So I was writing policies and procedures and handbooks and suggesting how companies could truly become drug-free. In the 90s, 1999 to be specific, many of my clients came to me and said, Mike, you have to open up a drug testing business. We have 20 providers in our small valley in upstate New York, which is called the Triple Cities, Endicott, where IBM originated, where Endicott Johnson Shoe Company employed more than 30,000 people, were one of the biggest shoe companies in the country. So Endicott, Johnson City, and Binghamton, New York, were on the north side of the Susquehanna River. Main Street was about 12 miles long. On the south side of the river was Vestal, New York. There was a little four-lane highway uh, that ran 12 miles along the south side of the river. 
within that 12-mile stretch, right along the river, there were 20 drug test collection providers. Not one of them was able to satisfy their clients. And these were the issues. Timing, on-time appointments. When an employer sent somebody there to any one of those 20 places, they'd get lost for half a day. The appointments were at 9 or 8 in the morning. They didn't get seen until 10 or 11. Half a day lost in productivity and wages. The other thing was guilt trips. The people collecting were not confrontational, felt bad for every little sob story, and allowed people to bring other specimens in. They would ignore the temperature. They would uh, ignore the protocol. Another issue was bribes. You can't imagine the amount of money that I've been offered to give a sample for somebody who knows they can't pass the test. So I went to some of these companies and I said, look, these are the issues. These are, this is why your customers aren't satisfied. I don't really want to collect urine for a living. I would like to refer the work to you, but you have to change some of the things that you're doing. Not one of them entertained the thought of taking any advice from me. They looked down their noses at me. They told me I was full of baloney. They were making so much money. They didn't have time to pay attention to protocol and trying to get their employees to do things properly. And besides, one guy said, we don't pay our employees that much. So if they can get 100 or $200 to pee in a cup, God bless them. So... I figured out how to get certified. I found the laboratories. I negotiated deals. I got uh, third-party administrators. And I started out in 1999 with rapid drug test systems with the intention of just servicing my consulting clients to make everything full circle and give them security that everything was being done right. Well, word spread at their monthly meetings and their industry meetings and whatever they do, and they started getting calls. I was busy within weeks. Within just a few weeks, I had no competition. Those 20 people meant nothing to me. I never looked over my shoulder. They could not, even if they wanted to, compete with me. Many of them were hospitals, walk-in clinics, and franchises. They didn't have the authority to be flexible. They didn't have permission or the authority to satisfy their customers the way I could. They were open nine to five, that was it. If a trucking company said to me, hey Mike, we have to get drug testing done at 6 a.m. Otherwise, all of our routes are messed up for the entire day and even the week. I came in at six o'clock. If they had an accident in the middle of the night or a reasonable suspicion where they suspected somebody was on drugs, they call me at three in the morning Legally, under federal rules and regulations, I could have made them wait three hours or even longer, eight hours. I didn't. I would be in my office in 20 to 25 minutes. I'd get them collected, tested. I'd get the paperwork done properly. And we didn't stall or put people off until it was our convenience. We did things that nobody could do. I became a consultant for new drug testing businesses nationwide. I would tell my new prospective entrepreneurs, figure out where the majority of your 
existing competition is, plant yourself right dead center in the middle of them, and I will teach you how to excel. And you will not be discounting your prices. You will not be letting other people tell you how to run your business. That's just one example that I personally did. Now, we've helped hundreds of brand new entrepreneurs in the drug and alcohol testing industry. But the nice thing is, with 38 years experience as a business consultant, I have consulted hundreds of diversified businesses, from car lots to bars and restaurants, in uh, manufacturing companies, construction companies, airlines, railroads. There's very few businesses that exist today that I don't have some knowledge about. I don't care if you're a brain surgeon. That doesn't make you a good business person. I don't care if you're the most educated engineer on the job throughout the country. That doesn't make you a good bookkeeper. It doesn't make you a good marketer. It doesn't make you good at anything else than what you're degreed in and what you're experienced in. I have business knowledge. I was raised. My father started his business the year I was born. I was raised in a family business. I had the luxury of being around entrepreneurs 20 and 30 years older than me on a daily basis. My father built his own home as he earned the money over a two, two and a half year period. I was able as a young man during summer vacations and school holidays to work with entrepreneurs, bricklayers, construction workers, uh, electricians, roofers. And then we had a restaurant in our hometown that was open 24 hours a day. All the business people in town used to sit at a table with the owners of the restaurant. There would be sometimes 8, 10, 12 entrepreneurs at this 24-hour restaurant sitting at this table. Any time of day I went there, I was able to have coffee and sit with and have breakfast with entrepreneurs much older than me. I got to see those money-hungry, uh, shortcut guys always looking for a new sucker because they had no good reputation or word of mouth. I saw the guys who made very good money, not as much as those con artists, but very good money and kept it all. Saved a fortune in marketing because they had word of mouth. Their satisfied customers were their marketing agency. So I've got a lot of experience in a family business and I've got 38 years as a self-employed entrepreneur and consultant to dozens of diversified industries and businesses. So join me, look at the link below, find Lady Law Publishing Speakers Bureau, check out our events or create an event between you and I. Let's talk live on Zoom, pick my brain. I assure you, I'm gonna give you the correct answers. No politicking, no beating around the bush, no leading you up to the big sale. My prices are listed. I'm working at 90% less as a semi-retired entrepreneur consultant because I'm just too young to watch TV all day. So I enjoy what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. 
I have to pay the bills, but I'm doing it for 90% less than I would have charged only six months ago before I decided to sell the businesses and semi-retire. So having said all of that, get your questions ready. Get ready for your answers. And I really don't care if you like them or not. I'm going to tell you what's best for you. Thank you very much for joining me today. Be safe, be careful, and check in with us for a live Zoom interaction. Contact us at Mike and Joe at MikeAndJoeConsulting.com to suggest topics or potential guests for our show.